This is safe, right? I'm sorry, I just have a weird history with stuff being attached to me. Uh, I think I'm inside the mic, or the mic is inside me. It's very confusing. Bodega, bodega, bodega. <coughs> the big black bat bit the big black bear. Okay, people, let's roll! Chalk, Frank, Boo, Fruit, Mummy. They were the world's most popular monster supergroup until the pressures of the cereal lifestyle tore it all down. They had it all. Fame, respect, pots of gold. But they threw it all away. Now, after decades apart, the monsters have reunited. The only question is Hello and welcome to the Happy Halloween Podcast. My name is Tony, and I will be your host, and this is your home for all things Halloween. It's June 13th, which means we're getting real close to spooky season. But it's also the part of the year that I kind of have a love-hate relationship with. I hate the heat and humidity. Big boys don't go well with heat and humidity, let me tell you that right now. But, I love the fact that I know as soon as it's over, it'll be fall. And, next week is the summer solstice, which means the days will start getting shorter. Woohoo! Also, this time of year we begin spotting Halloween items in certain stores. For example, I was tagged on Instagram by at RoboRobSpringer on May 28th, that's pretty early with the very first Code Orange at none other than At Home. The picture he posted had some pumpkin-shaped candles. If you spot some Halloween goodies while you're out and about, feel free to tag me on Instagram and TikTok. You can find me on both at The Happy Halloween Pod. If you're already following me on socials, you'll know that about a week or so ago I asked for your Halloween memories. Well, we've got our first one. Quill writes in and says that they love Halloween so much that their partner waited two weeks to ask them out just so their anniversary could be on Halloween. Now that's what I call love. And good friend of the show, Scott Newman, wrote in as well. He says, When I grew up, there were only a handful of kids on my block, probably less than ten. We never came home with our pillowcases bursting with candy, but we did all right. My favorite item each year, without fail, was from my next-door neighbor. They gave out these McDonald's hamburger coupons that I think were only around in the 1980s. The next day, my mom would take us to McDonald's, and I would march up to the counter like a high roller cashing in his chips. I've been to many fine restaurants in my life, but I swear, nothing tasted better than candy for breakfast and that hamburger for lunch or dinner on the day after Halloween. Yeah, you're right, Scott. I think they only had those back in the 80s, and I miss those coupons dearly. If you ghouls have any memories that you'd like to send in, you can email them to thehappyhalloweenpod at gmail.com. Well, we've got a packed episode for you, so uh, let's start the show by throwing it over to none other than our playmaster, Bob Baker. Take it away, Bob. Thanks, Tony. Now how is this for synchronicity? 
Today we are reaching back to the 2013 compilation on the 13th of the month. Ooh, scary. Now I know that Halloween songs are not supposed to make you smile, but this one always does. It is a song by punky English singer Katie Nash, and it is inspired by a real skeleton that her family owns. His name is Stanley, and they used it in a photography project. Now Nash says that her mom dresses him up now in a t-shirt that says, I never loved you anyway, and sets him in the living room to stare out the front window. This song is quirky. It starts off upbeat and chirpy, but then finishes on a slower, kind of sad note. The message is great. No matter how tough things get, a friend will always be there for you. So really, when it comes to all things getting spooky, what is better than a girl and her best skeleton friend? Happy Halloween! Skeleton Song by Katie Nash. Jaunty little tune. Thanks, Bob. On this month's Hallow Lore, I'm going to tell you why witches are associated with Halloween. Halloween has long been associated with a wide array of intriguing and mystifying symbols. Among the most prominent and captivating of which is, well, the witch. Uh, uh, vitch, vitch, vitch. <sighs> We've already done that joke. With their pointed hats, broomsticks, and cauldrons, witches have become synonymous with the spirit of Halloween. But have you ever wondered why? The association between witches and Halloween, in a historical sense, can be traced back to ancient Celtic traditions. As we've discussed before, the Celts celebrated Samhain, a festival that marked the end of the harvest season and the onset of winter, which later became Halloween. It was believed that during this liminal time, the boundary between the living and the spirit worlds grew thin, allowing supernatural entities to cross over. Witches were believed to be particularly active during this period, communing with the spirits, predicting the future, and practicing magic. But then came the Christian religion. As Christianity spread across Europe, so did the witch hunts. Considered by the church as cohorts of the devil, witches were said to employ spells and charms in order to bring harm to good men and women. The vilification of witches cemented the bond between pagan religions and South. The popular image of the witch as a broomstick riding enchantress with a pointy hat, can be attributed to medieval Europe folklore. According to the tales, witches were believed to gather on Halloween night to perform rituals and hold meetings with otherworldly beings, 
which isn't too far from the truth. Pop culture has done amazingly well at keeping witches on our minds, from Macbeth to Hocus Pocus to The Wizard of Oz. Witches permeate the medium we consume. From ancient Celtic traditions to medieval folklore and modern pop culture, witches have become inseparable from the spirit of Halloween. As I mentioned in last month's bonus episode, I've been working on setting up a Patreon account. If you ghouls and goblins want some cool extras, here are what each tier includes. The Ghost Tier for $1 a month. You get a free Happy Halloween podcast logo sticker and the deepest appreciation from the bottom of my creepy little black heart. The Witch Tier at $3 a month will get you everything from the Ghost Tier plus a free Happy Halloween podcast sticker every three months for the different seasons and a shout out on the show. For $5 a month, the Spider Tier gets everything included with the previous two plus a 15% discount on merchandise in my Etsy shop, and a personalized Halloween greeting card every October. And finally, we have the Jack-O-Lantern tier, which is $10 a month, which gets you everything in all the previous tiers, plus an exclusive bonus episode every month. So if you want to support the podcast, you will be rewarded with some cool Halloween goodies, as well as my immense appreciation As I mentioned earlier, next week is the solstice, which means it's the perfect time to plant our favorite fruit that is native to North America, the winter squash. Don't you mean pumpkins? Well, yeah, I was just being nerdy. If you would like to grow your own pumpkins this year, I'm going to give you some tips courtesy of the Old Farmer's Almanac. You know, I've often wondered, are they calling the farmers old or is the almanac itself old? It's been around since I was a kid, so I guess the almanac is old. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for clearing that up. So first up, we have timing. Pumpkins are sensitive to the cold, so you're going to want to wait until well after the danger of frost is passed and the soil has thoroughly warmed to a temperature between 65 and 95 degrees Fahrenheit which is why June and July is the best time to plant your seeds if you live in a temperate climate. As far as the ground goes, you'll need plenty of room because these plants love to stretch out their legs and grow. Each vine will take 50 to 100 square feet around each hill. Sow your seeds either in rows 8 feet apart or plant them in hills 4 feet apart. A hill does not mean the soil has to be mounded. It's a spot containing a group of plants or seeds. The soil in a hill warms quickly, so seeds germinate faster. And aid with drainage and pest control. Prepare hills by digging down 12 to 15 inches and filling back in with a lot of aged manure and or compost. Then set the seeds one inch deep with four or five seeds per hill. Keep the seeds moist until germination. When seedlings are two to three inches tall, Thin to two or three plants per hill by snipping out unwanted plants. If you're going to plant in rows, sow your seeds six to twelve inches apart. Once your seedlings are two to three inches tall, you'll want to thin them out so that there's one plant every 18 to 36 inches. In the first week, pumpkins need about an inch of water. 
Water deeply in the morning and on very hot afternoons. Avoid watering foliage and fruit unless it is a sunny day. Dampness invites rot and disease. You're going to want to mulch around your plants to keep that moisture in. Pumpkins are heavy feeders, so what you'll want to give them is aged manure or compost mixed with water. When the plants are about a foot tall, just before the vines begin to run, fertilize regularly with a high nitrogen formula. Just before the blooming period, switch to a high phosphorus formula fertilizer. If you follow these tips and keep your weeds at bay, you will have your own pumpkins to carve this fall. I wish you the best of luck, because the few times I've tried growing them, they have all been failures. I guess I just don't have a green thumb. No, but Frankenstein does. Alright y'all, this is the most exciting news I have heard in quite some time. After 35 years, General Mills is introducing a new character for its line of monster cereals. Carmella Creeper, the first female character and long-lost cousin of Frankenberry, is a zombie DJ that is bringing us caramel apple-flavored pieces with colored monster marshmallows. General Mills also announced that they will be releasing a Monster Mash Remix cereal a mix of all six Monster Cereal flavors, Carmella Creeper, Fruit Brute, Count Chocula, Boo Berry, Frankenberry, and Yummy Mummy. You should be able to find these cereals late this summer, which is not soon enough for me. The story of a small town babysitter who on Halloween Eve, along with her kids, has to survive serial killer Abner Honeywell, who is himself the traumatized son of B-movie horror legend known as Natty Knox. That's the blurb for the upcoming Halloween horror movie Natty Knox, starring two legends of the horror genre, Robert England and Bill Mosley. The release date has been set for July 21st. In October, we will see the release of the third in the All Hallows' Eve franchise. All Hallows' Eve Trickster will be an anthology that circles around a lost traveler who's come across an isolated rural gas station on Halloween night. She thinks she's found her way home, but that's not the case. If the name All Hallows' Eve rings a bell for you, it's because in the first movie we were introduced to Art the Clown, who is the protagonist of the Terrifier movies which is the perfect segue because filming on Terrifier 3 is set to begin later this year. Now, if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you already heard my confession about not having seen Hocus Pocus. Well, Disney recently announced that there will be a Hocus Pocus 3, thanks to the success of last year's sequel. And finally, Spirit Halloween has unveiled this year's horror baby figures. This year the theme is slashers with four horror icons. Sam from Trick or Treat, Pennywise the Clown, Leatherface, and Ghostface. Each static collectible is about 14 inches tall, made of foam filled with latex, and priced at $49.99 each. 
All right, y'all, it's time for some music. Let's get started with an instrumental cover of the classic Mr. Ghost Goes to Town by the Mad Hat Hucksters. For something a little different, this is Graveyard Blues by John Lee Hooker. You'll know the town in a graveyard, graveyard. It's a low-down, dirty place. You know they tell me to grieve, It's a low-down, dirty place You take my baby to the graveyard Be packed dirt in a face All right, ghouls and goblins, I appreciate y'all sticking around to the end. Just to kind of recap everything, if you spot any code orange out there, tag me on Instagram or TikTok at the Happy Halloween Pod. If you have any Halloween memories you'd like me to share, email to the Happy Halloween Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to Patreon and search the Happy Halloween Podcast. And I guess that's going to do it. Wait, wait. You forgot to tell them to go to Etsy.com and search for the Happy Halloween Podcast. Oh, thank you. Yep, head on over to Etsy and search the Happy Halloween Podcast. We've got t-shirts and mugs right now, and hopefully we'll have some more soon. And just remember, if you join us on Patreon at the Spider Tier, you'll get 15% off of that purchase. Okay, now that's all. Until next month, 
Happy Halloween. I wave bye bye at my babe. When they were letting her down in a grave. Yes, I did. Letting her down. Letting her down in a grave. I'm gonna bring you some flowers, baby, bring you some flowers On every decoration day, baby Gonna decorate your grave, baby On every decoration day